Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard, starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai, Jason Hops as the old veteran, Robarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron, Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Suitfoot, and Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervok Samurai, Margot. Hosted by Eli Royal, join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you're listening to We Play RPGs. I'm your host, Eli, joined by... Hi, I'm Abby. I play Flint the Rye. I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth Mirax. I am Jerry, and I play Roscoe Suitfoot. I'm Ashley, and I play Margot. And this episode is brought to you by the fact that doing this show is the only thing keeping me from losing my goddamn mind, because what you guys listening don't know, because this episode won't come out until, like, July, is that the past dozen or so episodes have all been recorded during a global fucking pandemic, and if it weren't for you all listening to this, I would lose my fucking shit. Hey folks, it's Eli here with a quick ad break. This episode was recorded before our sponsor, Metallic Dice Gaming, came along. And uh, I personally bought their gold and purple metal dice. Their uh, metal and its gold plating on the edges and numbers with uh, purple enamel in the middle. And I love them. They've uh, got your traditional dice. They've got metal dice. And they even have these stone dice. And uh, I'm about to get me some of that. Them amethyst test test test. <laughs> amethyst dice myself. Uh, go to metallicdicegames.com and use the coupon code PLAYITFORWARD for 10% off anything in the store. Uh, all right, back to the episode. Also Triscuits. Amen to that. I know how the feast feel. Yep, I have nothing of any questions yeah. to add to that whole spiel. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so who wants to run through what happened last time? Oh, it seems like we're going to have four separate adventures. Let's start with that. Um, I know Rawl came, and Rawl... Rawl enlisted Margo to Rawl enlisted go Margo. on a heist. Yep. I know Flint has to go, you know, pay a favor. Flint has to rob a train. Flint has to... Well, not a train, but... Yep. yep. It's a wagon heist. Rovarth, what are you doing? What? I don't know what I'm doing. Well, Rovarth, if I remember correctly bought what is clearly not a haunted doll. Yeah? For a mere clearly not. Yeah. What 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 me as a player totally suspects is a haunted doll, but Rovarth's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, more accurately, Rovarth's not very wise. Yep. It's not common sense. And if I remember correctly, I'm helping I'm helping an old friend try to get into the light rail business. Yeah, Nedum Smooth Scale. Uh, yeah, when we left scale, off, you had just agreed, I think. Yes, I had just agreed. We were having tea that he did not like. And because apparently one of the businesses aren't doing so well, it might be. Well, he wants to buy. They want a partnership, if I remember correctly. Yes. And your job is to help him negotiate that. There we go. So there you are, folks. Four separate things going on. Jam packed. 
I am such an awful salesperson. Happy adventuring. <laughs> hey, at least you remembered what happened. I vaguely recalled something about heists. Yeah, I remembered everything but Rovarf, and it didn't help that you also didn't remember Rovarf. So we were both kind of in a lull there. <laughs> but yep, there we go. So, and I think things for all four of us were just beginning to start. Yep, we were in the beginning stages of all of it. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but Margot did hear the plan for her heist, right? She did, yes. At the, I forget what restaurant that was. But, yeah. Weren't you going to break out Flint's dad or something? We don't know it's Flint's dad. Yeah, but, like, yes. out of character. <laughs> yes. We're going to, uh, we're going to, we're going to break into a prison. Exactly what we don't want to do normally. We try to stay away from this. Sometimes you have to get in to get out. This Wiser is true. words were never spoken. That was delightful. I kind of hope wiser words have been spoken personally, but you know. <laughs> and uh, I think Flint, Flint heard part of the plan for his thing. Like essentially, it's um, he needs to damage the the train so it can't leave. Then um, he and someone else need to go on there, grab some stuff, then book it. It's gonna be fun. Also, my cat's screaming in the background, so if you hear that, you know why. If we roleplay really, really well, maybe that will appease the kitten. She's mad at me because I left for a couple hours today. That's that's what's up. <laughs> He's like, you left. How dare you? Just making sure before we move further on, was that about the gist of all four of us, or was there anything I was missing in my attempt to recap? No, that's. I think that's about it. So here's a uh, fun behind-the-scenes thing. For some reason, I'm looking at all the maps going, why don't I have dynamic lighting? And it's because, for some reason, Roll20 removed my uh, card from my account so my subscription wasn't renewed. Oh! Ooh! Ooh! So I just fixed that. That's irritating. Roll 20, we're just going to make it a little bit more difficult to get your money, because reasons. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Margo is in charge of Roll 20, that's what it is. (laughs) Her decisions don't make sense, but they're decisions. What I'm saying is she got spirit. Yes, she do. Hello, this is Margo Tech Support, don't worry about it, but I, I have issues, don't worry about it. Don't. Worry about it. Alright. So, so correct me if I'm wrong, but Flint and Abby, Flint and Abby, uh, Flint and Margot both know the plans for their heist, yes? Yes. Alright. I have it written down in shorthand, so hopefully... Well, I, I was asking because, well, because of said global pandemic, my memory is a little bit off. So, I didn't want to have to repeat anything. Yeah, all of us are having that problem. Yep. So, we are going to start with Roscoe. Okay. The office for the Pristine Train Company is uh, not pristine. It's a little bit shabby, actually. And the uh, current owner, uh, Anyana Pina, is a bit disheveled. 
and they go, ah, Mr. Smooth Scale and Mr. Roscoe Suitfoot at your service. A pleasure to make your acquaintance. Now, Mr. Smooth Scale, I understand you were interested in investing in our fine company. No, Anyana, no. I'm interested in purchasing your company. Well, I I built this company. I, why would I sell it to anyone? Nanum goes, well, that is why I brought my friend. Yes. Building company is one thing, but maintenance and maintaining said building is another. And my friend just feels he could be more suited in such an endeavor. And of course, in exchange for handing over what you have built to him, we will be willing to pay what we, we are willing to come to an agreement of paying what said building may be worth that you have so graciously started. Make a persuasion check for me. If there's ever a time for my roles to be good. Fourteen. All right. Anyana sits there for a moment and she says, very well. My price is 10000 And Nanum just stares blankly for a moment and says, 4000 Then he turns to you as if, or actually, he doesn't say any of that. He leans over and whispers in your ear, 4000 Ma'am, I might, I'm willing to concede that at one point this company may have been worth 10000 but taking a look at the status of things, it may just cost us 10000 just to get things back up and running to the way it needs to be. My client is willing to offer 4000 Make another persuasion. 16. Alright. Anyana sits there for a moment and says, I will concede that we have seen better days. But I still feel that 8000 is a perfectly reasonable number. And Nanum leans over and whispers 5,000 in your ear. Yes, and under us it would see better days. 8,000, unfortunately, is still too steep. I understand you see great value in your company, but that value does not exist unless you have investors willing to put the work into it. 5,000. I believe you know the drill. Yep. 22. All right. Pinata sits there for a moment, and it, it they are clearly considering things and they finally let out a sigh and say yes I suppose that is reasonable they hold out their hand and say I'll have the paperwork drafted by the morning very well thank you very much and Nana shakes their hand and says uh, fret not my friend I also see the value in your company and I have great plans to make it pristine once more. And that seems to assuage her for the moment, or them for the moment. And as you're leaving, Nanum slaps you on the back and goes, Ah, I knew you would be perfect for this job. I must say, I have rather, I rather enjoyed the art and the deal way more than I was expecting. Terrible book. But Nanum goes, I appreciate you being able to convince them to go down on their price. Of course, 10000 is well within my means, but I hate to part with such money. Why part with what you do not need to part with? Precisely. However, speaking of parting with coin, do you happen to know anywhere that we can get some food that isn't, uh, so very Tharian in flavor? And by that I mean, has flavor. Can I make a 
what 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 role can I make to see if I can find a place with his particular taste? You make a history check. Eleven. Your first thought is Gorlash's food truck. You have to trust me on this, good sir. I have a place that you may enjoy, but just know that some of the, some of the conversation you might have might be odd. All right, you guys get there, and Nanum is actually delighted. Just like he can smell it, and he and Gorlash have a brief conversation in Orcish, and you're walking away with your food. And Elven Boy, you'd guess maybe eight, bumps into you and then runs off. He bumps into me and runs off? Yeah, yeah, like they were running and um, can, didn't can see Can I immediately you. check myself? Yes, make a perception <laughs> check. Yes. Twelve. You realize you don't have your coin purse anymore. And while it didn't have all of your money in it, it did happen to have about 20 gold. I know some, I know you are desperate, but 20 gold is still 20 gold. Am I able, can I make a roll to keep an eye on him? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can make another perception check to see if you can spot him. No, I do not with that four. Yeah, you, you lose track of him in the crowd between him being about the same height you are and you being right. the height you are. It's a little hard. Uh, shoot. Well, we could go find it. I am, after all, a very good tracker. Roscoe goes, on one hand, I am fine on money. For doing it in hand, 20 gold taken is 20 gold taken. That has to be rectified. Oh, I agree. And Gorlash calls over from his cart. Do you have your wallet taken? Yes. In fact, that is exactly what happened. You know, I've been hearing a lot about that. Here's the thing. Based on what I've been hearing... There's a uh, group of thieves traded urchins to become better thieves. I see. And have you by chance heard where they prefer to hang about? Nah, way too sketchy for that. And actually, I want you to make a history check for me. You know, up about five minutes ago, I was making amazing rolls. <laughs> and now these fours and fives are happening. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he does say, uh, but Gorlash does say, well, I don't really know where they're based out of. Haven't heard anything about that. But uh, you could talk to somebody in the Burbellos. They might know. All right, well, thank you very much for the information. And with that, we will cut to Margot. Um, I will say real quick before we interlude, that 14, 16, and 22 I rolled for Persuasion is probably the best three in a row rolls I've made this game. <laughs> The rolls were in your favor. All right, Margo. Her name is Margo. Not Marco or Mango Wells Fargo. So you have to go to the town of Clam. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't one of the things she had to do was steal a car, like a cart or something? Not you specifically, no. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> no, so what the deal is, is you have to uh, get to Clam. Which is about a 10-hour train ride, and I need you to make a uh, dexterity check for me. Where do you do a check? Because it's not a saving throw. You click on the dexterity. On your dexterity, oh. not on the saving throw. Okay, that makes sense. Actually, no, it's not a dexterity. It's technically athletics. There we go. She got a four. <sighs> okay. So, 
you have a lot. So Raul doesn't pay for the lightning rail tickets. He says something about that's how the government tracks you. And instead, you guys have to jump onto one of the rail cars, uh, on, like a, on a cargo train. And Rawl just gets tossed up into it by the Oxfolk Tyrn. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. And Stormclaw just easily jumps up there. And you go to do it, but unfortunately you waited a little bit too long. And you're having a lot of trouble. And finally Stormclaw jumps down, runs up, grabs you, and helps you get up there which is very impressive because to be able to do that he's having to keep pace with the train oh god and then he jumps up on there with you thanks man (laughs) she's probably just like panting yeah (laughs) well and you notice that while he was doing that his uh dark red you know maroon colored tattoos started to turn more of a scarlet color and then they fade back to maroon once he's uh resting and, you know, you say thanks, and he nods at you and says, of course, we are, after all, on the same side. This is true. Why were you glowing? The specific monastic tradition that I follow is that of the dragon. My tattoos are representative of that energy. So, as I use that energy, they become more vibrant. That's really cool. Thank you. So the town of Clam is almost entirely employed by the prison. And because of that, because there are so many rotating guards from all over the place, there are tons of inns and taverns and such for people to stay in. That's really cool. So, I mean, we're going straight to the prison though, right? Uh, no. Okay. Did you write down the plan? I did. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, it's in shorthand, so... Alright, so we're supposed to steal I think steal a car to go to Ashwood Southwest Is that right? Or am I wrong? I mean, that's a very small part of the plan, yes Okay, well then it says exit I don't even know that word Upstream to get in And and then Raw would lead them Well, not to get in, but Raw would lead them to where like the entrance was To the prison Okay then I'm wrong. <laughs> so My first things first, wrong. you have to oh, break God. into the home of the warden and steal the files so that you know where Elric is in the prison. All right, I'm just writing that down. What was the warden's name? Malchus Oyer. And if you remember, Stormclaw had suggested that Margot steal some valuables as well to make it look more like a regular break-in. Well, this is easy. Margo will find something shiny up in there, I'm sure, and take it. They don't know where his office is, though, right? That's something that they have to figure out, too? They know where his home is. Well, I mean, I guess the files would be in his home? Well, what I just said is that you have to break into his home. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> why, brain? <laughs> uh, I believe the phrase is, global goddamn pandemic. Yeah, I. This is how my brain deals with it. It doesn't. Um, all right. So, so they go to the house since I'm sure they know where it's at, and then she's gonna go to break in. But I think she's gonna try and break in through. Well, first she's gonna check and see if someone's there because she hasn't done that before. 
Well, okay. So what do I roll? Before you roll right. anything, what is your plan? <laughs> to break in through like a window or side door so they're not like breaking in through the front door. Because okay. Because that would be way too obvious. What time of day? Nighttime. Are you doing it immediately once you get to Clan? Are you going to case the place out first? No, just casing <laughs> it out would be better. Okay. So what I need you to do is make a stealth check and then a perception check. And Stormclaw will uh, assist you on both. Good, because her stealth was crap. It was an 8. But her perception was a 19. Well, he can't assist you on your stealth. He can't make you more stealthy. I'm so upset. (laughs) And what... I know that Margot is left her armor and weapons behind because... Rawl told told her that it was way too recognizable. Yes, it's far too bright. So she has to be, I mean, I don't know what it would be, but she's dressed in black. Well, I, sure. the question is just, are you wearing armor or are you just wearing clothes right now? Clothes. Okay. All right. Well, she wears armor normally. Oh, never mind. Then she would wear armor. I'm sorry. Okay. So you're just wearing generic leather armor. Yes. Alright, so you're wearing your generic armor, and you're pretty sure that you hid just fine. And though Stormclaw went with you, when you guys go to, like, hide so you can scape, scope the place out, he's just gone. You have no idea where he is. And oh God. what you <laughs> see is that Oyer lives in a two-story house. You know, you're there for a few hours, so these are kind of the things you're able to piece together with your perception check. It's a two-story house. He has a dog. Not a particularly big dog, but a dog. So that does complicate plans. He lives there with his husband and two children. There's not a side door, but there are plenty of windows, and there's a back door. And the entire yard, front and back, is fenced in. The front yard is just like a regular like iron fence, and the backyard has like a privacy fence. But after a few hours of you being there, eventually a town guard walks up. You're you're scoping the place out. You're checking stuff out. You're looking. And a town's guard walks up and goes, looks at you and goes, Excuse me, what are you doing? Ah, and she runs away. He immediately chases <laughs> after you. <laughs> but before anything else can happen, he chases you into an alleyway. And as you're going down the alleyway, you hear this thud, or rather you hear him, the guard, go, oof, and you turn around and Stormclaw is suddenly in between the two of you, and he has just kicked the guard in the stomach, and as the guard bends over, he swings his other foot around and hits the guard in the head, and the guard is knocked unconscious. Holy crap. (laughs) Thanks, man, I can't believe I was spotted. I can't. Okay, damn. You're wearing all black in the middle of the day. Yeah, you're right. My green armor would have blended in with the bush. Perhaps. Alright, so now that they've cased the place, well, Margo's gonna say, like, we probably should find somewhere to, you know, lay low until until nighttime when we can come back and, and break in. Alright. Well, like I said, there's there's tons of inns and taverns for you guys to stay in. Okay. Well, we should definitely find a tavern nearby. 
specifically to his place so that way they can not have too far to travel. You come to the Hidden Swan. That's a fun name. It's a pretty nice bar. You know, they're a little suspicious of Rawl. The rest of you, eh, whatever. But because Rawl looks like a homeless person, well, eyes are crazy. I should say specifically, he looks like somebody wearing a nice suit that has been rolling around in garbage for four years. This, this is accurate. Yeah, I think saying he looks like a homeless person is a little uh, inaccurate to what he looks like. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know, actually, when you initially described him as a homeless person, I thought, okay, um, he looks dirty, but maybe he looks like he tries and he said that. I'm just like, oh, no, never mind. Probably yeah, he just he just time. eats. I mean, he literally just eats garbage as a preferred meal. So, little trash can. Ew. He is a trash panda. Trash. Hey, don't knock Rawl's lifestyle. He's the best of us. I, Accurate. <laughs> I, I should point out that you're fairly certain Rawl lives in your crawl space. Oh yep. my. That's where he resides. Oh man. Uh, yeah, we made it. We made it canon in some of the side stories. Yeah. So, when you guys get to the tavern, Rawl informs you that he and Tyrion have already acquired a uh, a wagon. So once you get the papers, you guys can make make your plan. Awesome. Well, the house is. Margot starts talking to Stormclaw about plans, and she's just like, "There's there's a lot going on in the house. There's a dog that lives there. There's two adults, and then two kids on top of that." Did they see where, did they happen to see, like, what rooms seemed like they were bedrooms of the house? No, because you couldn't get close enough to look through the windows. That's true. She just hung out in the backyard. Well, I think probably entering through a back window at the corner of the house would be the best way to get in. And then hopefully that's, or like going to a window that looks like it's probably to the office when they get there. And then breaking in that way. If not, then the back door would be the way to go. All right. What do you think, Stormclaw? That sounds perfectly reasonable to me. Okay. Well, I guess that's our plan. (laughs) Unless, never mind. Unless what? Can she climb up anything or no? I mean, she can climb anything that a person can climb. Uh, she pro- I was thinking she could, like, drive the gutter, but that's not going to work. She's too big for that. So I'm going to stick with the plan that we have. All right. And Rawl asks you to uh, go over your plan one more time. All right. So we're going to go at night. Right. Probably, like, around later at night. And check the back window, or a window... We're going to check the windows and see if there is an office downstairs, since that's probably where he keeps his papers, and then enter in through that window. And if that doesn't work, then a back door, or the back door. All right. Sounds good to me. You get going. All right. See you guys when we get back. Because it's nighttime at that point, right? Well, when you get back, it's your job to break in and steal papers. Okay, cool. Then she's going to go if it's nighttime already. Late enough. Yes. Okay, cool. Well, she's going to scamper off and do her thing then. 
All right, then we are going to hop over to Flint. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's just do this. All right, let me go ahead and set some stuff up. I gotta say, it's fun just having all four of us on our separate merry ways, not knowing what, not knowing in character what the heck the others are up to. Yeah, pretty oh, man, much. This is the, this would probably this is probably gonna be fun at the end when we all get back together. It's like, so what have you been doing? Like, uh, <laughs> don't worry about it. And as per usual, <laughs> don't worry about it. Just makes people worry. Yes. Don't worry about it. Don't ask it. questions you don't want the answer to. Both of yeah, you do accurate. assume I don't want answers. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to know, try me. <laughs> I just wanted to be I wanted to be a situation where Roscoe actually knows what Margot's done and just wants to see if Margot will actually tell him. <laughs> but like he uh, acts like he doesn't know. It's like, so Margot, what were you doing tonight? Nothing. Really? Nothing. No, don't worry about it. All right. So, uh, what is Flint's plan? How is he going to disable this cart? I mean, what he was going to do was cast heat metal on it and try to essentially, like, heat the metal to where it's not usable. Like, it just melts together. What, like the spokes what the wheels, metal? I'm guessing. Yeah, like the axle, um, the spokes. What is the plan? Uh, the axle. Okay. Like, heat up. Cast heat metal on the axle so it heats up and then it's not usable. All right. Click heat metal for me so that I can see exactly how it works. Today, I learned heat metal is an actual thing in this game. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. I need to know what the actual specifics of the spell are. Do you have to be able to see the metal? Is it a touch spell? Is it a range? Well, it's range 60 feet, but like, do you have to see the metal? I mean, I'm trying to figure out how to show you. I don't know how to like pull up a spell card. I mean, you can just that... tell me. Okay. Essentially, you choose a manufactured metal object, and then you that you see within range, you cause the object okay. to glow red hot, and you create your... You cannot see the axles. Dang it. Because they are mm -hmm. underneath the cart. I can cast heat metal on the wheels, though, right? Yes. Can I, I will cast it on the wheels, then. Okay. So... Like, Flint just picks up a little tiny piece of iron and, like, sparks a flame to it, and it just, like, shoots out or whatever. Oh, yeah, no, the wheel immediately becomes deformed, because just... wagon wheels are thin metal, and once it's heated up to red hot, the weight of the wagon just immediately fucks that wheel up. You just hear a, a there's a metallic, like, cr crunching noise as the wheel just crumples under the weight of the it's like that picture I saw the other day where, like, the entire wheel itself was, like, fused together. Like, the axle was fused to the wheel. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Amazing. How did this happen? Yeah, that's immediately went through my head, because the, the axle and the wheel bearing and the hub were all fused together. I'm placing uh, some tokens at the moment. Okay. Gotta get them tokens in the proper place. Go where you're supposed to go, tokens. And while we wait for tokens to be placed, as per usual, I just gotta say, Margot's Margo's token is always so happy. Her token is adorable. It's like, hi, I'm Margot. I murder things. Um, that's a great. You're adorable, but please stay twenty five feet away from me at all times. And my food sure. and my windows. 
and my food in my window. <laughs> I'm a murder baby of chaos. <laughs> I just imagine her saying that one day while she's really, really drunk and Roscoe's like, we know Margo. Or while someone's like, we know Margo. Just Margo's in the most deadpan voice. New rule. When Margo says that, that's her cut off. <laughs> I'm a murder right. baby of Carter. No more drinks for you. <laughs> and she just starts screaming like, I want a drink. And uh, it's just hilarious. She'll run away with her drink in her hand. <laughs> you can't catch me. No, it's Margo. She runs off with someone else's drink in her hand. Yeah. All right, Flint, can you see the map? Um, uh, yes. All right. Yeah, I can. So one thing that makes this job very difficult is that your only opportunity for it is in the middle of the day. Right. Yes. And you have heated the metal. You have disabled the cart. It is now initiative. Oh, no. I got 13. Okay, never mind. I'm a moron. I forgot that I needed to click my toe. Ha. Nerd. Well, yes. <laughs> Alright, well, the guards are first. Oh man, I did so bad. I'm so angry about this. However, none of them are able to spot what the fuck is actually happening. Yay! And I forgot to put a bunch more NPCs on this map. Hold on. Still loading. Yeah, that's enough. Alright, it is now Quinn's turn. This is a lot of people. Well, you're in the middle of a city. I'm a very nervous person, okay? Just let me have my moments. No. Quinn runs, and because the uh, goal is to cause chaos. Alright, so instead of jumping over this stall, she just barrels through it amazing and completely destroys it running up to this guard wow and then she uh punches him full force in the gut and you're pretty sure she broke some ribs ow and now it is fred's turn oh he kills that guard oh well remember the guards on the wagon go for it it's the city guards that you don't want to kill yeah Still, ow. Yeah, he just shoots the guy, like, right in the neck. Although he does have to move first. There we go. Your turn. Okay, so I kind of want to run up to the opposite side of the cart where um, Fred is. Then uh, I want to lob an acid splash and next, right between the guard that just died and the guard that's on the cart. So that way I don't hit. Well, you have to pick... You have to pick a square. Okay. Right there for cool? Uh, you will kill this peasant, but yes. Uh, never mind. Holy shit. Um, and tech, so I know it visually isn't, but technically this is a full-on covered, like, big cart. Like, it, you can't see through it. Okay, and that You case... still can't see through it. Okay, so... Hmm. Actually, can I, uh... Can I cast greater invisibility and try to sneak on? I mean, uh, invisibility? Yeah. I don't have greater invisibility. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. Okay, so Flint's invisibility, he casts on himself, just kind of looks like... He just kind of, like, gets out this um, 
container of goop and just starts spreading on himself and he just slowly goes invisible. It's kind of weird. Then he runs up and tries to sneak on the wagon. What would that be? Well, you don't have to roll anything. You're invisible and nobody's paying attention to you. Sweet. However, the wagon is locked. So on your next turn, you can either pick the lock or pour acid on it or do whatever you want to do. Okay. That is fair. And with that in mind, this episode is over. You got plugs. Dun, dun, dun. No. I have a Twitter and an Instagram. Both are elvenly underscore E. The E at the end and the beginning are capitalized. I post art. I yell about things. I yell about a lot of things right now. Yeah, that's about it. Have a good day. I have a YouTube channel that is just Aerosil Space Prime, where I have various uh, RPG uh, Let's Plays and stuff. And you said this was coming out sometime in the summer, right, Eli? I believe so, yes. In that case, I'm currently playing Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, the original game that came out in like 2004. It's awesome. Watch me play it. All right, as per usual, you can find me on Twitter at Jarius underscore Jer, where I post about pro wrestling food, cute animal pictures, and me in costumes sometimes, which is pretty much what you're going to find on Instagram at Jerry Jerry Quite Contrary. Jerry spelled J-E-R-I. Food, cute animal pictures, some gardening, and me in costume. I hope you enjoy either one. Have a good night. I'm Ashley, and you can find me at amcosplayclean on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. A lot of it's cosplay, progress pictures of cosplay, and other various silly things. And while you cannot find me because I have mastered the art of standing so incredibly still as to be invisible, if you search Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok, you'll be able to find all of my cosplay prop work, some occasional pet stuff, and some, like, I restore antique cars, so you might see that too. But... You will have to search Royal R O Y A L L Artisan Props. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.